To the Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh Fringe podcast. Hooray! Here I am, Ray Peacock. Hello, oh, I, I am here as well, Ed Gamble. Lovely to see you. We don't, we don't see them, though, hey, do we? Episode whatever it is at the moment. 17. Nearly finished, aren't we? Nearly, no, not really. Nearly finished this podcast. Well, how many will it be? 27? 26 or 27. 26 or 27. So yeah. we're more than halfway through the well, We are podcasts. more than halfway through, that's true, and halfway through the Edinburgh Fringe. And then it'll be finished. Yeah. Edinburgh Fringe will be finished, and yeah. the podcast will be finished. That's true. And then we've got another year of people going, when are you doing the podcast again? Yeah. When are you doing the podcast again? Yeah. Never. <laughs> You're too much fuss. Well, you'd said that last time and now we're doing now. What you do is you go, we're never doing it again. And then yeah. you go, all right, we'll do 26 in a row. No, but this has been different, hasn't it? We're not doing like the old one again. But anyway, I have prepared something today. Because it's been so much work, Yeah. I have prepared some stuff for the beginning. That's a good idea. I've got it here written in my book. Right. So I'll do some notes. Okay. I'll do some of my notes. Okay. <clears throat> the Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast is a ready production no, hosted no, by no, Chalter.co.uk. No, 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 that's not. Today's guest was Ray Mate, Peacock. No, my no, show is Peacock up. and Gamble don't even want to be on telly anyway. 9.40 at the Pleasant Stone Dome. Yeah, that's true, but that's not, you can't, that's not a note. That's the credits that we give for the guests to read. Right. That's not something you can just read Fine. out. Got this book. Got this book. That's not a book that you can read out of. Right. Um, did you know that... Um, Al Murray's phone number. No, 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 that's not. This is a book that our management give us. It's an artist handbook. It's not for the public consumption. All right, I'll just read out Al Murray's phone number. We'll just give him a bit of a clue to some numbers. No, you can't. No, 07. That's as much of a clue as you can give to All right, Ian Sterling. No, don't give out Ian Sterling's number. It's just a clue, right? Don't give out Ian Sterling's number because if one of his fans has had some sort of growth spurt and they can reach the phone, they could call him. It ends in 6-2. That's all I'm saying. Mate. That's all I'll... You can't do that. No one can work that out from that. I could. All right, I'll give him more clues about it. No, don't give him more clues. He'll give it... No, stop. My first is zero. My second is seven. No, that's it. And that's it. And that's all you You've given out four digits of Ian Sterling's phone number. Right, okay. And that's... Luckily, we've recorded this interview already. Well, what have you prepared? Well, not as much as you have. You've read out the credits to the show and then read out a bit of Ian Sterling's phone number. And Al Murray as well. And Al Murray from television. Well. That's not preparation, mate. Never let it be said we don't get all the good guests. That's an... <laughs> That's not preparation, is it? Right. That's panicking that you've not prepared anything. Usually we just riff something off the top. I've got a pen. You've got... Right, okay, is this you riffing something? Yeah, I've got a pen here. Right. Oh. There it is on the table. Don't bash the table. Hmm. Oh, I'll tell you what I like to do this type of day. What? I have a bit of a drink of water. Riffing. That is not content. Right. That is not content. Right, fine then. A bit of water. Fine then, I'll do what you're doing and just sit there. No, you do some no, stuff. No, sorry. But I'm not just sitting there. I'm stopping you doing things like drinking water on the podcast. <laughs> you just sat there and watched me have a drink of water. Yeah, I did because I couldn't believe that you decided that was part of the podcast. That is alright. That just shows that I'm a human. That shows that I'm just an ordinary bloke, just like some of the people who listen to it. <laughs> so only some of them. Well, some of them will be women, some will be weird boys. Well, yeah, a lot. I think majority of them are weird boys. I'm not like that. I mean, no one's listening to this anyway because they're crying over their A level results. Oh, yeah, A level results today. Yeah, bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck, mate. Are you assuming all of the people who listen to this podcast mate, have done badly in no their A levels? There's no way any of our fans have done well in their A levels. Not a cat and else chance. And that's why when we were saying to you when you were saying, I'm listening to your podcast in the library, I'm meant to be revising. Yeah. Is that, well, that's why you, you were go, meant to be revising. Yeah, we're going, knuckle down, get on with your revisions. 
Yeah. Because then yeah, you will be Superman if you do well in your A-levels. Yeah, or, or it will literally have no effect either way on your life. I did well in my A-levels, and look where I am. I did awful in my A-levels, and look where I am. Exactly, so it makes no difference. We're both doing the same thing, both good cooks. Yeah, both good cooks. Although I say I did awful. <laughs> yeah. I did awful the first year, because I was too busy kissing the girls. Yeah. But then I retook some of them, and did very well. Right, okay. Like, I, did, I did another year all on my own. Oh, well done. And man. I revised it all by myself as well. Well done. I didn't even go to the lessons. Oh. I passed A-level sociology without going to lesson that's peacock he marches to a beat of a different drum yeah that's me yeah and then i went went to university and that didn't make a blind bit of difference to my career could have had been three years ahead in my career yeah makes no difference to me so but, but then but then again three years would have made no difference either oh come and see me in three years time same old yeah. same old shit same old shit yeah but yeah. Just, i would have got there quicker uh, exactly we would have done this fringe three years ago yeah so don't worry about your a-level results is what we're saying because even if you've done well i mean give yourself a pat on the back but promise you won't make a blind bit of difference to anything I mean, I got an A in politics. I couldn't even tell you the name of the Prime Minister now. Exactly, exactly. I got a B in English literature, and I've never even read a book. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Never read a book. Interesting fact about Mr Peacock. Yeah, n- not one book. Yeah, can't can't even open it properly. Can't read. Don't even, can't read. Can't read. Can't read. Doesn't even know how to open a book. Yeah. Can't read. Can't even dress himself in the morning. Can't write. Can't write. Just... His hands are just like little claws. Can't tell the time. Can't tell the time. God knows how I got to the exam. He needs me to take him to the toilet every single time, wipe his bum for him. Yeah, put my hands up in the air when he does it. And he did all right in his A-levels I did fine at my A-levels eventually. So it makes no difference. Even if you get three A's, you might still shit yourself on the bus going in the wrong direction because you've not read the destination properly. And then eat it. And then eat the poo. Just like me. So, who's on the show today? I can't remember. (laughs) Toby Haydock. Toby Haydock is on the show today. The brilliant and lovely Toby Haydock. The new, the Doctor Who, Doctor Who, isn't he? He plays Doctor Who. No, he doesn't. No, he likes Doctor Who. He's he likes Doctor Who. Doctor Who. He's a brilliant uh, comedian, brilliant compare, lovely man. Actor as well, good actor. Actor as well. He was a vicar um, in the thing. So, what was he a vicar in? Coronation Street. Coronation Street. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be having a chat to Toby Haydock. Oddly enough for us, usually we've pre-recorded the interviews before we do this intro. We're about to do it. We're about to do the interview now. So I'm saying, I'm saying it's gone well. Yeah. But if it's gone badly, don't think me a liar. Yeah. We waiting for the, for that black mofo to get up the stairs. Sorry, what? We waiting for him to get up the stairs. Aren't we, we wait. No, we waiting for who? <laughs> that mofo. That what mofo? That black mofo. To- right. Firstly, <laughs> even if Toby was black, <laughs> that wouldn't be acceptable. But Why? the fact that he is white is utterly confusing. Why? The bizarre nature of that out outranks the possible racist connotation. That was street talk. Street talk for what? Come on in, you black mofo. Come and right. do a podcast. Right, you better not start this interview by calling him a black mofo. <laughs> Why are you saying mofo? It's insulting. Because he's one of my beaches, isn't it? No, he's one of your beaches. One of my beaches. Right, do you know what mofo is short for? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. What? Mother and father. No. <laughs> No, it's not short for mother and father. Um, for, why were you calling Toby Haydock your mother and father? Because he's my mofo. When you go round to your parents, he's do you go beaches. through the door and go, all right, mofo? Yeah, he's yeah. one of my beaches. He's not, it's bitches, you mean? No, beaches. Mofo is short for motherfucker. Beg your pardon! Exactly, so do not call Toby Haydock a mofo. Well, that's us getting banned off iTunes. It's a good job we're slipping down the charts. Yes, yeah, Hopefully it? we will slip right to the bottom of the you say, charts. You say slipping, it. crashing. Have we really? What we are? Crashing down the charts. Really? I looked today and in the overall charts we were 40, 30, 35, 40, something like that. Down from six. Yeah, so... Thanks for your support. So, foe you all. Yeah, right. foe you all, <laughs> you, you foes. 
<laughs> wow. And it were, they? Yeah. You well, have a, you have a couple of people on they've never heard of and they all fuck off. Faux off. Yeah, faux off. All right, we're going to get Toby on now. So, But first of all, where's our show? What's it called? What time is it? Our show is sadly still on at the um, Pleasance Dome Dome yeah. at 9.40pm. Peacock and Gamble don't even want to be on telly anyway. So come that. If you're going to come, don't come last night because it was just, it, it, everyone was wet. And, it, and it was, it's been on. What? So you can't come last night. Yeah, don't. You can't come last night. Don't come last night. It's impossible. Because everyone was wet yeah, from outside, and I think they, they were a bit. They were in there at the beginning a bit too long. Yeah. Letting in too early. It's also, mate. It's just, just stop you there. This is all true what you're saying, but it's also logically impossible for them to come last night. Me and Ed worked very hard, but yeah. you know, it's, it didn't quite get going. But there's been some big laughs, and we had a bit yeah. of fun in that. So don't come last night. But don't come last night because it wasn't a good yeah. show, really. Yeah. If you if you try to work it into your schedule now. Yeah, but you won't be able to because of course by the laws of time he won't be able to come uh, so here's Toby Haydock talking of laws of time and time travel oh give me your cock while I suck it here comes to- <laughs> brilliant link that was an amazing link here comes Toby Haydock Doctor Who fan comedian nice man geek he- geek spod right let's not be horrible weirdo here's weirdo Toby Haydock Pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble and here we are with Toby Haydock hooray hello Haddock Haydock Haydoke. Haydoke. Yeah, is that a right. real name? It is a real name, yes. From, like from your mum and dad and that? But yeah, from both of them. Yeah. Right. Uh, you're the only Haydoke that I know. I think I'm one of the few Haydokes in the world because it's not a real name. Oh, uh, okay. In the sense that... Um, is it a combination of things? No, I, I used to make a joke that my forebears were fisher folk and then my uncle researched our family tree and he's not, he's fortunately free of the Haydoke thing because he's from my mum's side. He's got a normal name. He's called Mr. 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 Yes. Oh, nice, like the band. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And yeah. my mum became a ward sister, married my dad three months before she became a ward sister, otherwise she'd have been Sister Mr. Sister Mr. <laughs> uh, but no, my, um, and, and a Mr. Haddock married uh, the 18th century version of Hyacinth Bouquet. Wow. And oh, on their right. wedding day, Haddock dropped a couple of letters, added an E, and became a word that nobody can pronounce. I can. Haddock. Yeah. Haddock. That's a good Haydoke. one. Haydoke. You're a posh haddock. Uh, yes, I'm. A, well, not even posh. Social climbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And a haddock with ideas above its station. With a little sprig of parsley. Yeah, on the exactly. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nice. But, so it's worth nine. It's charged nineteen quid rather yeah. than a fiver. Yeah. Now speaking of your dad. Yeah. You're doing a sequel this year to the show you did a few years back, which was Moths Ate My Doctor Who's Got. Yes. Which I uh, again listened to. I listened to last week again. Loved, and I did. I did really like it. From that, I, th- I think your your dad, your dad's actions had a major influence in how that started off. Yes, because he he vanished when I was well. He didn't vanish. He left when I was four. Yes. So yes, I, I to give because if I'm doing a show about Doctor Who, it can't just be about Doctor Who. No, definitely it has to have a narrative. Shouldn't have Doctor Who in it, really. Yeah, well, <laughs> cut quite a lot of Doctor Who out of it. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing about the talents of Wang Chang. It's gone. Um, <laughs> and it breaks your heart. Um, so it has to it has to hinge on something real, otherwise, and it's not a show for Doctor Who fans. You know, my my ideal audience to enjoy it are not Doctor Who fans. They'll like right. it anyway because. Mm talking about Doctor Who but they do come don't they they do come and occasionally go I think you'll find that happened and I'll go I think you'll find that actually happened and I'll go oh alright then Um, (laughs) you can't be beaten horrific well yeah you you do you know this has got all sorts of things in it this show that some of which are quite you know hopefully heartfelt and moving and they'll go "Uh, you know well you know if something happens eight times I've got a joke about psoriasis and uh, and I uh, saying that it re- your skin regenerates at eight times the rate yeah, of the yeah, yeah. And I had lived, that's like William Hartnell regenerating into Paul McGann, right. which is nice because it gives another mention of Paul McGann, who becomes a bit of a running theme in the show. Yeah. And um, somebody came out and tweeted immediately, uh, well, uh, no, my math brain says uh, actually if it's eight times the rate, it should be William Hartnell into Christopher Eccleston. Brilliant. Know, I've, just, <laughs> Brilliant. I've just done a show, an hour, sweating. And you go, well, actually, I think well, I needed to mention Paul McGann again. And it doesn't matter, it's a 
It's a joke. I mean, yeah. all that Michael Gray had to do was get a load of these people and say, look, look, at that. <laughs> look what it's made. <laughs> Why You can't have Gert me for axing this programme. Yeah. Look what it's, look what it's produced here. Look I mean, the clown some, that it's created. Yeah, there are, I mean, there are perfectly affable Doctor Who fans like yourself, but you are a proper stupid Doctor Who fan, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not a, an affectation. It's not a... Because right, you get quite a few... I sometimes sit next to people on a train and I'll go, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Doctor Who fan. And I'll go, oh yeah, me too. And you go, oh, what do you think of the new series? Well, I haven't watched that yet. You're not a fan then! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you quite like it. That's yeah, yeah. the difference between knowing the name of the person who designed the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't the new series generated people who say they're yeah. fans of it? But yeah. These, are, yeah, these are people who are just going, yeah, oh, I love Doctor Who. It's, yeah. it's really, really great. Yeah. Who are the people and that they can't kicked name me any. when I was, when I, you know, in 1989. Yeah, exactly. Know, yeah. I was going, I like Doctor Who. And they'd have gone, ah, ha, ha, ha. So are you are you waiting for it to go not trendy again so you can be at the be at the forefront of the fandom and it doesn't doesn't annoy you as much with these sort of fake fans? Well, there is some attraction to being downtrodden. I have yeah. to say, I'm not I'm not averse to you know being a loser. It's, yeah. I think you know I I, I, I carry it off. Well. <laughs> um, so there is there is something, and I think there are certain sections of Doctor Who fandom that are livid that it's popular yeah. because it stops them getting angry so now they're angry about the fact that it's popular yeah. um, but I, I'm like that over stuff though. I said that in the podcast before I'm like that over stuff when I like something then everyone likes it like when the Muppets came back last year and it was like I mean I didn't really like it anyway but I, it, it was like a thing of going everyone's suddenly oh the Muppets I love the Muppets oh I've got an animal pencil case <laughs> oh it's like come in my living room Yeah, and I'll show you what loving the Muppets what, is what terrifying Muppet love is yeah yeah exactly exactly I think there are Manchester City fans that it's probably not as much fun now as it was when they were doing really exactly. bad. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you feel like you're and you're you're the proper. But when they're in the second division, yeah, yeah. and then when you get promoted, that's all the sweeter. You yeah. Know, when yeah, I yeah. see a good episode of Doctor Who, I I I taste it more because I watched Time on the Rani. So you might go, I like the one with the statues. I'll go. It hasn't got Kate O'Mara pretending to be Bonnie Langford. No, that's how good it is. But, I mean, you say that though. But the one with the statues. <laughs> oh yes. Sir. When yes. you think about. it the one with the statues is brilliant right a, a really good ensemble piece it's an, an yes. ensemble piece yeah, yeah. It's a really, right down to the, yeah. the bottom of the cast it's yes. a bit nearly the bottom yeah. it's, a, it's a really every cog in that machine is important isn't very it, very that, important part although a bad example for children because Banto's DVDs are, has an apostrophe on DVDs on the store sign outside which has look. always rankled with me hey look yeah. let's not get you say that slightly as if it's his fault <laughs> <laughs> let's not get well, well whose shop was it <laughs> well we should explain this because Toby you're a massive Doctor Who fan, and you have been for many, many years. Yeah. Um, but you've never been in Doctor Who. No. Whereas I'm not really bothered about Doctor Who, um, and I've been in it. Yeah. Not only have I been in it, I was in... in one of the best episodes of all time. Yeah, possibly yeah. one of the most... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Certainly one of the top three. But you yeah. wouldn't most... know, would you, Ray? Because you have no idea what any of the other episodes are. I have no idea it. about yeah. it at all. I mean, I was that embarrassed being in Doctor Who that I used my real name <laughs> <laughs> to be in it. I, don't, I didn't even use my performing name. You should have seen the colour I turned when I read that in Doctor Who magazine. No, I know, I know. Guest cast include... What? <laughs> you like Star Wars? <laughs> Even, so you, you're even more embarrassed you asked them the in the encyclopedia to misspell your real name yeah I was so embarrassed that I rang up the doctor encyclopedia <laughs> and I went look could you misspell my real name please because I'm so embarrassed <laughs> please and, spell and, it Ian Boldsworth yeah and, and <laughs> I'm very grateful that they did do that um, at my request yeah Peacock and Gamble Peacock and Gamble so uh, when I chatted to you when I got the gig because I genuinely felt bad about it <laughs> that's very no, strange we you. chatted and I, gave, I think I gave you my call sheet you gave me your dailies you yeah, gave yeah, me yeah, your yeah. which I did didn't sides, read spoilers. Sides. Sides. Yeah. yeah. Didn't read spoilers. Did I give them to you before the episode? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Sorry about that. 
no, no, <laughs> um, no. So you, and you said, and I said, sorry, you said I don't know if I should give you this. So it's all right. I won't. I, I won't read it. I won't spoil it for myself. Thank you very much. Very, yeah. very grateful. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a very kind thing to do. I still have them. I just I printed them out on my computer. They're not real. <laughs> um, but yeah, but because I, 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 I genuinely had a feeling of of, of guilt with it because as a fan of things, so I'm a big fan of Muppets and I'm a fan of Star Wars and that sort of thing. And as a fan of things, I totally get it. I get it from your perspective that someone. It's like, it's, I shared a cab home last night with Danny Boy. Yeah. Right. We went to separate houses, <laughs> but we got a cab home together. And we were talking about Montreal because he just did a gig with the Muppets in Montreal, and we were talking about all that. And it was like he was like, "Yeah, so you know, it's great. I did a gig with the Muppets." And I'm like, "You've got no idea what that means. Yeah. You've got no idea how much that means." But you've just said you don't like the Muppets now. You like the new don't Muppets. Muppets so, so yeah, not so keen really. But you know, still to be there with some of the performers who were performing with Henson at the time. Yeah, yeah. Not. It's many, still, it's still, yeah. It's, it's still, still a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because you could say that with Doctor Who, couldn't you? Because you. Were you Tom Baker, you'd be on uh, Doctor Tom, Yes, Tom, I was born with Tom Baker. Yeah, yeah so, but then Toby being a Doctor Who now, he wouldn't be going, oh, well, I wish it was Tom, Tom Baker. I wish it was yeah. Tom Baker. Yeah, it's Doctor Who. Yeah, it's the institution. Yeah. Than, Absolutely. Yeah. So I get it completely, but are you over it? No, 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 no. no. Still I, well, you, I compared you the other day, didn't I? Yeah, and I introduced yeah, yeah. you by going, this is but doesn't even like Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> get, get him on the, welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome on the stage. He's your headliner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. No, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. But what you need to do now, Toby, is get a part in Star Wars. Yeah, that? that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Fine with I, me, I, 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 I'll voice Emperor Palpatine in the Clone Wars. Or yeah, something, do that. Because Ian Ambrose just yeah. died. So. Has he died? Yeah. Oh, not Ian McDermott. Who no, plays no, no, with, no, no, Yeah, the English. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. we've been telling. I told him Sid Waddell died on the podcast the what other day. What so. are breaking celebrity <laughs> on the podcast? I had to do that on a commentary, which for the Crotons, where one of the actors went, "Oh, there's Madeline. I, I was hoping she'd join us today," and I had to go. Um, I'm afraid she's died. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. do commentaries on the DVDs? I do. Right, yeah. that counts. It's lovely, and I'm flattered to do it. And it's brilliant. And I watch Doctor Who with my heroes, but it's not the same as being in Doctor Who. It counts. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, for example, I'm a Doctor Who fan, big Doctor Who fan, yeah. and I wouldn't want my autograph. If I'd been in Doctor, <laughs> if I'd been in Doctor Who, I would want my autograph. I don't believe you. But, but I are, been you, in are you a com- proper completist when it comes to like autographs and things, or? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, you've yeah. Got, uh, but, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't want yours at all. You, you're, no. you're, you're. I've not collection. been in Doctor Who. I, I do okay. not count. I am not canon. That is a horrible thing to be able to say about yourself that you do not count. I don't count. <laughs> I am redundant. Ray's I, doing his autograph for Toby here. I, I'm uh, on the Doctor Who celebrities list. I am probably below a man who once played a monster. Right. And just slightly above somebody who knitted a Tom Baker scarf that was used in an exhibition but right. not a series. <laughs> I, you know, I, I once... I oh, and I've just got Banto's autograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you did actually sign my script for me. I know, but that's a proper one. A nice moleskin painter. Thank you, yeah. Um, I did one... Actually, you did the... DVDs for Doctor Who, don't you? Yeah. Oh, could you, can I get your autograph? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, sorry. how lovely. I've been talking about getting all of these. I'm just so nice. Yeah. Pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. I went, I've got a weird thing with the Doctor Who thing, because I do occasionally get asked to conventions. Not very much, but I get occasionally get asked. Yeah. Um, and the, the first one that ever called me and asked me to do it, I mm. was it, is it 10th Planet, is that Oh, one? yeah, 10th Planet. I think it was them. Yeah, yeah. And they, they called, and I was like, look, I think it, I find it a bit embarrassing, because they only said a couple of lines in it. Yeah, and I, just yeah. think, I just think it's a bit weird, and people just won't want me there and it'd be like an odd add-on to it yeah yeah and it and the bloke who's chatting to me i don't know his name i forget his name but he said he went mate the guests that are already booked that are are considered a big deal (laughs) 
are the people that are in the statues. <laughs> and I went, but they don't even move in the episode. He went, I know. Because they didn't have moving statues, but it was filmed as such, so it was all sort yeah, yeah. Of snapshots. Yeah. So yeah, so, but I didn't do it. I've not been and done any of them. I don't think it would be really my, my thing. But also the other slightly shitty thing that I wanted to do was, is I, I answered the first sack of fan mail from all your lot. Yeah. And it was fine and pleasant. And I read all the letters which upset me more and more. <laughs> Weird thing, they send you like pictures of their kids and stuff. Really? I, got, I remember You see, I don't get any of this because I'm not canon. You can, mate, see, you I don't can. mate, you can have them. <laughs> like, was... You can have pictures of these people's kids. <laughs> I, you, I showed you that one, there was a little girl. And I was yeah. like, about ten pictures of this little girl. Maybe about five. Dressed up as him in the episode. Like, full beard drawn that's on. Not true. <laughs> but there was like, a picture of her making a cake and a picture of her in the garden and a picture of her meeting Billy Piper. And it just, really, this is, she's very interesting, Doctor Here. This is our daughter, so-and-so. And she loves Doctor Here. She's also very keen on baking. Picture. More and more, she is getting into gardening. Picture. Yeah. Recently, at a convention, she met Billy Piper. Picture. Really. But bizarre. that's bizarre. That please will you sign this photo and send it back. They took a picture of her with Billy Piper to send to you. <laughs> yeah. You go. Oh, Boltzwoth is going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> but Billy Piper's got the opposite. Yeah. Though, she's, go, he, she's met Boltzwoth. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the downside of that is though, as well, I've got a sack of pictures of kids. Yeah. Like really bizarre. Is that how do you explain that away? Yeah, I know. Pete Townsend can't wait to get a part in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> How do you explain that away? You just make up a story about them being sent to you by a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's and, then, you and then you preempt it by saying it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so then you've validated it before the police come round. Yeah. <laughs> pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. Is there, a, is there any um, sign of you being in Doctor Who? No. I'm not. I'm sure they must, the must be known. Well, I've done two one-man shows now, where I, where I um, profess my love for Doctor Who and underline within those shows that I'm a professional actor. Yeah. And, and which you are, because you're which, a vicar incarnation. Uh, yeah, and I was, yeah. um, I was an ill person in Holby City. Really? Uh, yeah, what, what, yeah. What, I was what? in the Holby City Christmas episode. Were you? Were yeah. You? Doing what? Playing science fiction obsessed. That was a stretch. <laughs> uh, but with the Matrix, I had to pretend I'd watched the Matrix. Oh, really? In the script, it said eighteen times, and I said that would, that's not a geek. I said he would have seen it one hundred and eighteen times yeah. at least if he's a geek. And they let me change the line. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that's what happens when you cast the genuine article. <laughs> well, I've actually only seen the Matrix. Once. You're also a uh, writer for. I'm also a writer for Holby City. Yeah, now. yeah, it says that on my CV. Yes, uh, I've seen the Matrix three quarters of a time. Really? Right. Yeah, I had a little doze in it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I like the first one. Oh, it did me. I can't watch Keanu Reeves. I really I actually can't watch him. Uh, and so, so yes, that was a Christmas episode, which was which was rather good. And um, so, I've, yeah, I've done lots of I've done lots of acting, just not in. Not in Doctor Who. Right. Imagine if, because you know that I've been in, you know that I was in Doctor Who. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> so I know all the lot. Yeah. Moffat and all that lot. Yeah. Imagine if I brought you on this podcast today. Yeah. Right. Just so I could reveal to you. <laughs> Don't even right. do this. He knows it's a joke. We all know no, it's a joke. But even then, <laughs> this seems cruel. <laughs> no, just, but just imagine if. Yeah, no, but even just saying imagine if. <laughs> imagine if. what They'd be front page at all, wouldn't it, and everything. Yeah. Imagine if I brought you on. Yeah. Yeah, to go. Toby Hado. Right, you are the new Doctor. Doctor, <laughs> you are the Doctor, the new Doctor. Would and, uh, well, actually, would, that's a good question. Would that? Would you be happier with that, or just getting a part? With the pressure of being told that you're the new Doctor Who? Go, I'll get over the pressure. Or would it be if you did a part? Say you did a part like I like my part. Yeah. Right. If you did a part like that in Doctor Who, then you're done. It's done. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could get another part another day. I know that people have doubled up in it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but chances are, it'd be that one part, and that'll be you. Would that for you negate you? Then would would it be like, oh well, that means I can never be the Doctor? No. Because Colin 
Baker was in a Peter Davison story and he got cast. I forgot I was talking to. (laughs) Completely forgot I was talking to. (laughs) All right. Well, you know our friend Raji James? Yeah. Who got his brain sucked out by Daleks? He did, yeah. Right. He couldn't go back in Doctor Who now. He could. No, he couldn't. He was awful. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't have him in Doctor Who again. They could. They couldn't. He had his brain sucked out. No, but not as the same John Abernerry got absorbed by the weed creature in Fury from the Deep. A couple of years later, he played General Carrington in The Ambassadors of Death and he got arrested for trying to set up a world war between mankind and Mars then not long after that a couple of years later he was in Death to the Daleks he got shot in the back by an arrow just three years later he comes back in the power of Crowley he's a green swampy creature he's obsessed with John Abernathy <laughs> I am yeah. I remember the mentions ridiculously of obsessed yeah. with him yeah. has that code on in the new show no it's not no it's not there was a bit that I had to get rid of which was about the fact that um, I don't know if I can yeah I can screw it um, a, a friend of mine wrote a sitcom uh, that is being aired at the end of the year right. that had a character in it called Dr. Abeneri which right. was written for me and the name is an in-joke so it would have been an anecdote on a DVD commentary and yeah. um, so this is how this is you know never mind about getting a part in Doctor Who this was a part that was written for me by a very close friend of nice. mine and when the script was reviewed by the BBC Diversity Department, Dr. Um, no, it was not cut, right. it was changed into a black lady. So he sent me a text saying, I'm so sorry, but Dr. Abeneri, you know, your part yeah. is now you can't play because she's now a black lady. But so I, I think you're I a very good actor. I, I sent, <laughs> well, I thought, I thought, and this stops me from doing it for a while. It should, it should have been, hello Toby, this is your friend who wrote the script. Yeah. Right, that's been a bit of a change. Um, I just need to check at the moment, um, how how bad is your psoriasis? <laughs> because we need... Could you set fire to it? Yeah, because we... we... <laughs> <laughs> So it's gone. You've gone out of it. So, well, I, and I, so, yeah, I sent him a text back saying, that's the story of my life, mate, in which yeah. I will be played by Gina Yasher. <laughs> <laughs> pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. Have you worked out in your head exactly how you'd play the Doctor and what you'd wear, what, would, what your signature costume would be? Yes, I've also, I also know how I would fall off the back of a sofa when zapped by a Santa. I've done it all, yeah. Right, because I know for a fact, right, I've not, because I don't ever anticipate either wanting to or actually being the Doctor in Doctor Who. Right, but the other day... Which is lucky. I don't mean to offend Toby, but you said to Tim Vine you think he'd be a very good Doctor. I do think he would be a very good Doctor. I think he would be in the more traditional mould of the Doctor. That's why. Toby looks angry. No, but then Tim... (laughs) Tim, Because Tim would say, because I look like Peter Davidson, and it's not. Yes. I think he just has a nice manner about him too. Yes, he has a, 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 a charming and yeah, sort of eccentric English. English. I'm not putting him above you in this. No, I'm just saying fine. I'm allowed to let other people of my friends. Yeah, sure. Have a go yeah, at being yeah, the doctor. That's fine. But yeah. what? And you can do the commentary on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that my other close friend over here, Ed Gamble, my best friend. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. No, of course not, mate. Um, I think that. Ed, well, I know that Ed has long been planning what he would wear if he yeah. was the Doctor. So it'd be interesting to see how they would correlate. Yeah, so starting off oh. with the shoes, what sort of shoes oh, are you Oh, boots. Wearing? Leathery boots. Leathery boots. Yeah, Same yeah, here, but yeah. specifically cowboy boots. Yeah, but uh, no, I think cowboy is slightly too... I think uh, in, you wouldn't be able to distinguish what type of boot, but just long enough, sort of floppy leather to pull on, you know, slightly below, the, but, but a bit below the knee, but boots, boots. Okay, okay. I think we're I mean, coming at this from different levels of seriousness. He's not, <laughs> he's not even got the gig yet, and you're yeah. already being a fan about it and going, Yeah, yeah I don't no, like the boots. No, they're the wrong boots. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've got to look forward to. Yeah. There'll, there'll be a snatched Polaroid from you on, on, on the internet, on somebody's Facebook page, and Outpost Gallifrey will explode. <laughs> Outpost 
kind of thing? Was that the one that we read Raji's interview from? No, that was Doctor Who Online, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. Go, on, go on, Ed. Um, so, what sort of socks? I know we won't see the socks, but this is a, obviously specific details count, and this will be a fan thing to know about what sort of socks. Oh, well, I, I have to say, I'm a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm a Marks and Spencer sock wearer, but I, I don't pair my socks, so. They would be odd socks. Odd, odd socks. socks. Me, no socks in Doctor Who. Right. right. Um, legs. What I we... think that was a typo in your sentence. There, no. there's no socks in Doctor no, Who. No, no. For, for me, when he's the Doctor, no, no socks. socks. When yeah. I'm the do- when okay. I am the Doctor. Legs. What's on the what's on the legs? I just think some. T- I just think some quite. Um, I, I'd really like leather trousers, but that would be too sexy. Uh, <laughs> and you can't have a sexy. Do- and I, obviously, how leather tra- trousers look on me is very yeah. different to how leather track trousers would feel Fear when I'm me. wearing yeah, yeah. I would probably think I was striding around like Russell Brand yeah. whereas actually I'd look like a slightly perverted Bill Oddie. Okay, uh, but that I'll, might be a nice character point, though, mightn't it? <laughs> you're striding around thinking thinking you're all sexy, but it's just. But, but actually, I, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I look yeah. like a bank manager who's on a swingers weekend. Yeah, exactly. Outside the boots or inside the boots? Inside the boots. Inside the boots. Okay, Ed. Uh, denim, very high cut shorts, almost hot pants, sort of just cut offs, like frayed around the edges. <laughs> he's, he's not making this up, by the way. This is genuinely what. Is, if I ever got an audition for it, I'd go in wearing this. <laughs> okay. How long have you been thinking this now? Many years. Right. So long since I've known you. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I so. think we might have just found the moment I might stop watching Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's on? What tops? What we're doing for tops? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, a, a, a puffy white shirt and a waistcoat and uh, and and a long long uh, brown coat. Interesting, interesting. Okay, right. Um, me, Hawaiian shirt. The gaudier the better. Full on Hawaiian shirt. Shark's tooth necklace. Basically, top of a surfer, bottom of a stripper, feet of a cowboy. <laughs> right. yeah. and okay, now the cowboy boots. Says, hat, of course. What sort of hat? hat? You gotta say hat. My hat. What's your hair like? Put okay. my hat on. It's kind of a granddad hat. Yeah, kind of a granddad yeah, hat. Yeah, it's not. But, but, but my youthful sparkle will be juxtaposed with it, well, and therefore give me a timeless quality. Well, then we'll wear that in the photo at the end, so the listener can see it. Ed, on your head. Judge's wig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he did wear a judge's wig in episodes three and four of the Stones of Blood. I know that's a reference to that. <laughs> is it, is it, what else happened there in the stones of blood? Oh, you should have seen them stones. Oh, <laughs> they bleeding, they're all bleeding. Those, those blood sucking yeah. stones. Yeah. <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Lovely. Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. Four extra. We work on four extra. We are, yes. we often proceed you on four extra. You do yes. the uh, what's it called again? The seventh dimension. Should know that. Should yeah, know really as a dimension. We do the comedy club, and then you. Uh, I do the seventh dimension you... because it was BBC Seven. It's not BBC Seven, but the four extra dimension wouldn't sound as good. Is that why it's called seventh dimension? I believe so. Oh, okay, nice. I know what I fancy doing some of them, but they won't have me. Well, I want to be in Doctor Who, and they haven't had me. So well, at least I am trying to get you in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing people up every day: Bonnie Langford, Christopher Eccleston, <laughs> other people that are, I won't mention because they might have died since I can't remember or not. There's been a spate of Doctor Who deaths, hasn't there? Yes, there has. Yeah, been, yes. yeah very sad. Very sad indeed. Have a minute. Not a whole minute. Not like this much. There you go. That's quite respectful. Yeah. Because it's a comedy podcast, isn't it? Yeah. But we've been respectful. Yeah. Um, so Seventh Dimension is a sci-fi show on yeah. Extra. Yeah. Always, I always catch the beginning of it yeah. with the intention of turning it off because I listen to our stuff sometimes and then I go, oh, I catch the beginning of the next program and go, oh, I can't bother this. And whenever you're on there, I always have a bit of a listen. Oh, right, okay. Because I think you're good on it. That's very kind. Yeah, and I tape a bit of it and I send it to Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what do you think of this? And I, I get nothing. Nothing oh, back at all. It's a shame. One day he wrote back, hmm, just that. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. I've no idea if that's good or bad. Um, it's like, do you like doing presenting? 
But it's yeah, I do want to because it's the subject. What what always annoys me when I'm seeing comedians doing stuff. Yeah. Is when somebody who is of the moment uh, has been shoehorned into a vehicle. Yeah. And you see somebody who's sort of um, suited and booted doing the top ten sci-fi hats or something. Yeah, 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 and you yeah. can tell they've never seen anything. And it's yeah. so much better if you've got somebody who it really loves the stuff. Because yeah. they can be informative and it carries. And that's, what, that's why you get specialist presenters. Yeah. So I think, therefore, I, I've never done a talking head telly show because I don't, uh, about anything that I don't know about. I've only yeah. actually done one, and that was because it was about Doctor Who. And so I went, well, all right, because I know, and it's Battlestar Galactica, Blake 7. But I knew what I was talking about, yeah. as it were. But I'm not just going to go on and go, oh, I'll talk about cabbages, because they've showed me a clip of a cabbage that I could say, was there a cabbage once that fell off a shelf? That was funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... I did one last Christmas about Les Dawson, uh, where I spoke at length about Les Dawson. Yeah, and actually, we do know lots about Britain's most annoying people. So uh, yeah, we do, know, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we do know a lot about Britain's most yeah, yeah. annoying people in 2010, yeah. if, you, if you must know. <laughs> we just don't know anything about any of the ones since. That's what, that's what... But no, I, I did one on, on Les Dawson, and I was a big Les Dawson fan, and I'm pretty well versed in Les Dawson stuff. Um, but Russ Kane was also on that programme. Yeah. And I felt like he'd watched a video in the afternoon. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying he wasn't a fan, but he certainly wasn't... He tripped himself up a couple of times in it, if you know about Les Dawson. You'd be like, well, I'm gone, really? And I also don't see the point. It's so difficult to make a television programme that you may as well do it... And it's so... It's not. You may as well do it properly. But them ones aren't difficult. No, right? but to all get, they, to get, get like, a programme on television... No, right, they contact you, right? They contact you on Facebook, right? This is all, this is all that happens, right? <laughs> they, basically, they contact you... No, they contact you via Chortle, right? Because you've written an article on Chortle, right? And they go... Right, yeah, I'll give you £250, right, to come to this really weird room one day in May, right, and you go and do it, and then they and go... And your friend Ed has to wait outside while yeah, you do right, it. Yeah, they do that, right, they, they film you for an hour or so, right, and then they go, yeah, we don't know when, we think it's going to be on in July, right, and then you just don't hear anything about it, and then it becomes a major part of the BBC's Christmas programme, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's on Christmas Day, then it's on again on Boxing Day, then they repeat it several times throughout the year, but you get £250 for all that primetime <laughs> BBC coverage. So yeah. it's not difficult, Toby, if you, if no, you, know, but if you I, know how to make telly. But to do it properly, yeah, it's, it's just lazy to ring up, you know, yeah. Paul Ross or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. take long. So it does, terms, it does. It's, it's got a very long number. There's loads of ways of contacting him, but they all take an equally long amount of time. But did you not hear about Paul Ross on, uh, I think he said it on Herring's podcast, when Jonathan Ross on Herring's podcast. What? John Ross said at one point that Paul Ross, for a while, had an answer machine message that said, Paul isn't here at the moment, can't come to the phone. Um, if it's about work, then yes. <laughs> so, like, it was a genuine thing. Really uh, but no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, man. So, presenting it? something that I feel I am conversant with, yeah, and enjoy is great fun. Cause... Are you happy chewing through this? I'm, I'm regretting it now. Are you Are you happy filling your mouth with chewing? Say <laughs> it again. I mean, there might be Stephen Moffat for all we know might be listening to this right, <laughs> right, right now and going, "Oh, do you know what'll be good is if we get Toby Haydock down to play the Doctor, and then we'll have uh, what is now known in the business as Bane speech problems." <laughs> and then we'll have a clue what you're saying for the majority of what you're doing. Yeah, who are we going to get to the do train. the ADR? Bolsworth. Yeah, <laughs> get Bolsworth in, so it'll be your body with my voice. Oh, yeah. And then we'll do it like this. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, I am Doctor Who, and that is the right name for me. <laughs> oh, I hope there's no Daleks in here. I'll shit myself. <laughs> Sounds like that for your Doctor Who voice. Yeah. 
I'd cope. If Moffat got you down and said, we want you to play Doctor Who, yeah. then you've got to play it with a very, very thick North African accent. <laughs> and also you've got to do it with your top, your top just completely <laughs> off and with just racist things written all over your front. <laughs> would, would you do it? Um, and also your knob and bollocks tape around your bum. <laughs> Oh, well, definitely now. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was in the balance still there. See, some interviewers would say to you, would you cut your little finger off to be in Doctor Who? <laughs> well, we make it very specific. <laughs> would you do these very specific things yeah. to, be, to be the Doctor? Yeah. So, would you do, so you would do that? Because you consider that part of the role. Yeah. But as a fan, would you be able to justify that as part of the role? Uh, would, would you sit down <laughs> home or would you work out how you could justify uh, that the Doctor would have his top pulled over his head, another <laughs> bollocks taped underneath his bum and racist tattoos all over his front? Would you be able to justify that? But the beauty of Doctor Who is that I wouldn't need to because a fan on the internet already they would, would do have it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the racist stuff could be ancient high Gallifreyan for we should all love each other. Yeah, of The TARDIS translation device has malfunctioned and it's come across as racist. Yeah, but do you know what? Yeah. Do you want me to say what it says? <laughs> <laughs> can gamble, can gamble. So how's the show been going? Very well. As a revisit, because it's a revisit to. Um... Have you done shows in between? Yes, I did a show about the BBC. You did, didn't you? So, so then. Uh, you've now got you've now revisited yeah. a, a, a mood of uh, of time gone past. Yes, I did. It's, I mean, it's a sequel of sorts, but you, I, I deliberately wrote it so that you didn't have to have seen the first one, yeah. and I deliberately wrote it so you didn't have to have even seen Doctor Who to like it. Yes, um, but it was a worry of going. Well, the first one went so well, uh, yeah. you know, to then do a disappointing second album would be a bit of a shame. Is the first one on iTunes, by the way? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right. Genuinely, I know I say this sometimes, genuinely get it. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, really, man, it's, it's fantastic. And I enjoyed the live show anyway. I really like the live show. I saw it loads. But then when I, have yes. you heard the radio yeah. recording there? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've got the CD. Yeah. It's just like, it's like you've, you've, you've took it and just wrapped it in gold and then shot oh, diamonds in it. And then it, it, I think it's a really, really, a brilliant transfer of that show to radio. Because it isn't just you doing that show. No. No, that was that was the producer's idea yeah, too. Yeah, uh, and I really like it. I think it really, really works, and I hope that happens with the new one as well. But you also told me that I was going to be in your show, and it's not happened. No, I, I'm afraid you got cut after the Why did last I get caught? preview. Why was it BBC but, Diversity? It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've now got some material about Whoopi Goldberg. Why? Um, because because funnily enough, unlike this podcast, you told me that I was going to be you was going to speak about me in it. Un- unlike this podcast, the director of my show, Mark Atwood. Sounds like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Said that he felt that I was getting a little bit... It, it was sending out the wrong signal if I kept banging on about the fact that I hadn't been in Doctor Who <laughs> and that I should be more cheerful yeah. and it's a heartwarming show yeah, and I shouldn't it, be angry with you. Yeah, but would it be like, would, would it have been a better show with me in that? Yeah, right, yeah it would well, have been. Just do I it. really like the bit with you in it. Right, we'll do all them bits now. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically abusing you and saying... Was it really? Yeah, yeah, what did you say? You look like a hobgoblin who'd spent a night in a hedge and how come you got to be in Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. You can't. You can't. I'm sorry if you say that. So, and you made me take a picture of myself. Yeah, like and I've, I did a poster. I did a poster of a show called Everyone Loves Ray. And then the punchline to that was I click again because I've got a sort of PowerPoint thing. And then my son miraculously appears next to you because I was go. I was. I talked about the fact that I, I talked about the fact that my son has a Star Wars book. How old your son? At uh, twelve. Right. Why what, do you keep getting this obsession? <laughs> With, with Doctor Who fans <laughs> and you with Ben. What's this? Doctor Who fans putting me with children all the time. 
Okay, go on. And, and it was, and um, so I, I allude in this show to the fact that the last show, in case people missed it, involved me bonding with my son over yeah. watching Doctor Who. And towards the end of this show, I, I, I did find my son had a Star Wars paperback under his pillow. Wow, wow. Uh, and I said, oh, I bet Ray Peacock's at the Edinburgh Fringe doing a show all about how he bonds with my son. <laughs> and then flip the thing, and Louis appears going like that next to you. Oh. And it was called Everybody Loves Ray, Especially Louis. Brilliant. Will you sell it me? The picture? Yeah, I'll sell it you. Yeah. Sell, sell me a picture. No, I'm not selling it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good buying a picture of me. I'm gonna, I, I sell it to 10th Planet and you can buy it off them. Yeah. You? I'll autograph it and yeah. sell it to them. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a shame. I would have liked to be in a show, but now that I've heard a bit of it, I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> I thought you just said it would be just a very affectionate praising of my portrayal. Oh, you really thought that, didn't that's you? That's what he implied in his text. I'm not sure he did, did he? I don't know. But your show's still successful, nevertheless. <laughs> yeah, it is, yes. Yeah. Big gamble. Pickle can gamble. Oh, Toby Haydock there. Killing everything. There's Toby Haydock. We've not done the interview yet, so we can only we can only just imagine what went on. I think he will come in and kill everything. Right, okay. Oh, Toby, you shouldn't have killed everything, but it was an interesting chat. Uh, speaking of killing everything, yeah. I came in the other night and you killed all my daddy long legs in the kitchen. Yeah, that's true. I have been in this kitchen editing. Yeah. You go to bed at like half nine or something. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Ten minutes before our show starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You leave me all on my own, editing yeah. the podcast in the, in the kitchen. I managed to make some friends. <laughs> I made friends with about 40 daddy long legs, and they come on one night, they're all dead in a pile. Yeah, well, I think I don't think they should be in here, mate. They are my friends, editing friends. Well, I'm getting jealous. Right. That's why I've killed them. Well, why do you think I put them four in your bed? Because I knew you would get jealous. I've put you four daddy long legs in your bed. Yeah, well, I've, I've slept on top of them, haven't I? I know, that's what I was hoping would happen. I've crushed them. Yeah, crushed them with your sex. Yeah, and I've fucked one of them, fucked one of them to death. Ed Campbell has been fucking daddy long legs, and I don't want that to be a fringe rumour. I, I don't want it to be, I certainly wouldn't want that to be a one-line news story on Chortle. Yeah. That Ed Campbell has fucked a daddy long legs to death. Right, please, and see Bennett, now come on, I know we have a laugh, but please don't put that please don't put as that. a one-liner. Because please that... don't put that. Please don't put Ed Gamble. Um, co-star of Peacock and Gamble don't yeah. even want to be on telly anyway 9.40 at the Pleasance Dome Dome has caused fringe controversy this week by fucking a daddy long legs to death that was one of Ed's, uh, one of Ray's friends yeah fucking a daddy long legs to death that was friends with his other co-star Ray Peacock yeah don't do that Steve that'll be about as much used publicity wise as a four star review for a five star show <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. All that remains for us to do is uh, leave Toby here. Toby yeah. is still, still sat here now. Still sat here, yeah. It's just been quiet. Very and quiet, Toby right. will do the credits for you now. Thank you, Toby. Right, so are you happy to read the credits? I'm happy to read the credits. Right, you think you're going to nail it? I would like to think so. I've been practising all my life. Okay, good. You put your chew back in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for the credits, that is. Here's Toby Haydock with the credits. The Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh Podcast is a ready production hosted by chortle.co.uk. Today's guests was Toby Haydoke, and my show is My Stepson Stole My Sonic Screwdriver at the Gilded Balloon at Ten Past Three. All music by Thomas Fun the Ray. See you tomorrow. You said guests. Yeah, I not did. guests. I did. But I, did. I think we can call that a nailing. I think he nailed it. Nearly nailed. Deacon did it right. Nearly, <laughs> nearly nailed. Toby Haydock, um, unfortunately, we'll have to tell 4X you did that. <laughs> we'll have to tell you messed it up, but thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. Thank you.